Hello, Libation Nation. I am your host, Cody Atondo. I am your host, Megan Crane. And we're heading down to a place called The Bit. Where is this place again? Dobbs Ferry. Dobbs Ferry. Beautiful place. Right near Terrytown. It's another one of those quintessential river towns. Yes. That make up the Hudson Valley and Westchester, really, on its own, on this side of the river. I'm looking up on Lots of shops. Dobbs Ferry is a village. Yes. The village of Dobbs Ferry. The population is 11,027 people. In a village. In a village that makes up a total of 3.17 square miles. That's small. That's a high population. I would imagine any business there does well. Yeah, well, we're going to be able to talk to the owner of the bit. Amazing. And no, we've never been there before. We've never been to the bit. I'm excited. We came across the bit because patrons on a page that I follow on Facebook called Westchester Foodies, I had reached out on there asking people to give me insight to their favorite places, their their go-tos. And a bunch of people gave came up and said, you have to try the bit. Go for their brunch. If you have a ride home, go for the bottomless option. And they also said it's gluten. They have a very good gluten-free menu. They didn't say it was a large gluten-free menu, but they said that their gluten-free options are actually gluten-free and aren't just a burger with no bun. Thank God. Yeah, so that's Thank something God. for you it's to look forward to. not just a salad. To. Yeah, you'll be able to get other things. Get <laughs> a salad. A lot of the times, it's just a salad. Yeah, so I reached out to the owner, letting them know that they came recommended, letting them know what our mission statement is through this platform, and he was eager and excited to sit down with us, chat with us, and kind of tell us a little bit about how and why he got into the restaurant industry. I'd like to hear how they did during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and how they're still here. I'd also like to hear about their future. And we did take a look at their menu. Yeah. It was a good menu. No, so I think I'm going to go with the chicken and waffles. Off the bat, unless they recommend something else, I'm going to go with the chicken and waffles. You snuck that one up on me. We were talking about the menu, and you were talking about all kinds of other things. And that's what you decided. I all right. so. All right. But I'll probably go a different route once I get there. I don't know. I'm ner- I'm nervous. Are you nervous for this one? A I'm bit? not nervous. I'm excited. I would like to order the fish and chips. I don't ever get to order fish and chips because it's battered and usually it is heavily floured. And this is on their gluten-free menu. So I'm looking forward to that. Score one for us <laughs> gluten-free kids. I watched him eat pizza today. I'm fairly certain it was gluten-free. No, I'm just kidding. That was gluten-free, actually, pizza. Nine. Yes, yeah, so I am super excited to check this place out. We've never been there. We don't know the aesthetic. No, we, Almost we nothing about this place. literally know nothing about this place. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. Things that we do know. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, starting at 11.30 a.m., they serve brunch. So a brunch place that operates on fridays saturdays and sundays that's rare in its own right is pretty rare with any entree you can pay an additional 26 dollars, and you can get bottomless brunch for 90 minutes from 12 to 3 p.m you can select out of 
a few different options off of their cocktail menu in order to do that. And if you're a fast drinker, it's worth it. If you're not driving, it's worth it. Yes, get an Uber. It looks like they have delivery located right off of their app, which I'm sure is new post-pandemic. Let's go to their About Us section. The Big Gastro Pub has a bit of everything for everyone. Executive Chef Evan serves up a diverse menu with a variety of comfort foods, from lighter fare, including vegan and gluten-free options, to more complex dishes. You are sure to find something that you love. Located in Dobbs Ferry, New York, hometown of owner and operator Scott Brockley, this restaurant is a great addition to the Westchester food scene. Not only is the food stand out, but the bar boasts a variety of specialty cocktails you won't want to miss. Enjoy a bit of food, a bit of booze, and a bit of fun. Well, I'm looking forward to meeting Scott. I don't think I've ever been to Dobbs Ferry. Oh, no, that's a lie. I went to college at Dobbs Ferry. <laughs> God damn it, I didn't woman. graduate from that college, though, so... Shows you how often I went to classes at Dobbs Ferry. <laughs> I actually went to that college and I went, I to, went Mercy. to all of my classes there. And didn't, once I found out that I could go to Jefferson Valley, or no, Yorktown. Yorktown, yeah. Yeah. I, I went, went to all the classes there. Um, okay, we're going to head over to the bit. We'll see you guys in a little bit. I hate you so much. <laughs> like such a dad joke. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so we are sitting down with the owner of The Bit, Scott, and it is a beautiful crisp Sunday morning here in Dobbs Ferry. Now you are just up from the waterfront here. What made you decide to choose this location specifically? This location specifically, um, you know, it's been a restaurant since the 30s and uh, I grew up right around the corner from here so I've known it my whole life and when I was coming back to Dobbs um, I was still commuting spending two weeks out of the month in San Francisco so the two weeks that I was here gave me a lot of time to look around and see what was happening in town and uh, the restaurant that was here before was uh, they did run their course they had a good run they had a good seven year run and this was the, the best opportunity available. Um, I had two young children, so I didn't want to be cross-county. You know, I, I didn't even consider looking in places like Rye or Mamaroneck. I was really focused on the river towns, and obviously Dobbs Ferry was the, the first choice of that. But uh, yeah, so I just uh, I got lucky with the space. This area that we're sitting in was, uh, was a Boost Mobile of, okay. of more things that had gone out of business. <laughs> so it, uh, it made sense. Because this space, uh, the, pre the previous space, my only knock on the space was the bar. Really small bar. You know, only nine seats at the bar. So in opening this up, I doubled the bar seating capacity. In three years, it's been a tough three years, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's coming around. Things are uh, looking up. It's been grueling, but uh, the good news is, is that this being my seventh bar restaurant that I've owned, I've, no one's ever prepared for, you know, something like what's gone on with the COVID for the last two years. But I've been through enough nightmares where, uh, you know, you just kind of, you got to pull up your, your pants and just get after it and just evolve, pivot, all those things. You're a little more seasoned. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice way of calling me old. Thank you. <laughs> he's pretty seasoned, too. I, I, I don't think he's as seasoned as I am. He just uses a good moisturizer. He's, he's plenty seasoned. <laughs> the aesthetic in here is amazing. When I walked in, I literally went, wow. Because I'd been to the... Uh, I've been to the place that was previously here, and you've definitely made some changes. Um, where did you get your direction from, and if you could describe the aesthetic in here to everyone? Uh, well, you know, the, the red and wood combination, quite frankly, is my... It's my uniform, so to speak. Every one of my places, I've done this same thing. And I wouldn't call myself superstitious, but I am. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this is, you know, I can show you that I have places um, in San Francisco still, and you can see pictures of them, and you right away like, oh, wow, yeah, it's, it's, kind, of the, it's kind of the same everywhere. Um, and then, but the rest of it, like some of the other stuff, some of the other textures, like the wallpaper and the tiles, they were just fun stuff that, you know, again, wanting to be different and be separate from everything else in Dobbs Ferry and kind of pull from, you know, my uh, experience in, uh, in California and in San Francisco and uh, just some cool places that I've been to that, you know, had tiles on the wall. I love the tiles on yeah, the wall. You know, and, and I love wallpaper. the tiles on the wall with the leather seats. It's the texture thing for me. Yeah, so no, it looks which good. is cool. Yeah. And, you know, the greenery behind the bar, that was something I picked up in London. I had never seen that before. And I was just like, wow. That's awesome. I got to do that at some point. Um, and uh, the chandeliers are incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chandeliers are very, very cool. Didn't know how that was going to play because obviously they're oddly matched. Yeah, but, but they, it works. But it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's a, again, it's one of those things that you just you know you kind of you're never going to know until you try it, and you have to be prepared to say, okay, this doesn't work, and go another direction. But it's worked, and the chandeliers are really, really cool. Now your menu. We were looking at your menu last night when we were recording our our pre-show, and Everything looks delicious on the menu. What is you do you think is the best, like the most popular dish? Well, the most popular dish has got to be our fried chicken. Okay. We uh, we are um, by far and away we sell more fried chicken than anything else on the entrees. Uh, so my chef partner, uh, Chef Evan Kalagianis, he uh, spent uh, five years down at um, at. Uh, Koshan in New Orleans. Okay. And, and both various other restaurants. So anything he brings in from the South has got that authenticity that, you know, you really don't get unless you spend time in a place like that. You know, Cody and I sit and we read everyone's web pages and your Instagrams and everything along those lines so that we can get to know you before we come in. And you praise your chef so well on your web page. How did you guys meet? What brought you guys together? Um, just dumb luck. You know, he was at a restaurant um, nearby, um, out of town, but, but nearby, and he just wasn't getting um, the support that he needed. Okay. And he was looking for a job, and I, I, I don't remember, it might have been Craigslist. You know, yeah, yeah, we met over, you know, we, it wasn't an organic meeting at all. You know, we, I put an ad out there, and, uh, you know, I, I really liked his style, and the way he, the way he does his food is incredibly impressive he's a young guy he's 26 years old and I've worked with a lot of chefs um, Mikey I hope you're listening um, where you know they're all over the place and it doesn't work you know some guys 
you have to kind of reel them in and say, hey, dude, stay in your lane. You know, you're doing awesome at this. Don't try that. Uh, with, with Evan, I have yet to experience something that I was like, you know, it didn't work. Um, um, his creations. Like, right, we, we just we did a Chinese New Year menu. It was awesome. And, you know, I purposely let a few of my, my friends, uh, friends slash regulars that come in that are, are Asian to say, hey, you know, I, I want you to come check it out. You know, kind of, you want to put your feet to the fire and say, okay, are we bastardizing this? You know, or are we complimenting it? But again, it's, it's not, you know, it's our take on it. The good news is we got a lot of praise from Asian Americans that were, you know, wow, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, Oktoberfest, we do that every year. Nice. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and that, a lot of that was COVID. A lot of that was COVID that we, you know, started doing things to stay relevant. And we were doing a lot of themes. Uh, our, our menu at that time didn't necessarily lend itself as well to take out as we would have liked. So it's, again, one of those pivots. You got to figure it out. And that's when we started doing those theme nights. and Or the, we did theme weeks, actually. And a lot of that stuff that we were playing with was well-received and this ended up on the menu. This works, and we're getting all this positive feedback, so why not just do it? Why not have fun with it? So a lot of restaurants didn't make it through the pandemic. How did you adjust to make it through? How are you still here? But really did it for us was just the, the clientele and the people that really wanted us to be here. Um, you know, during the COVID shutdowns and we were doing takeout and we were seeing people once a week and, and they were making a full on effort to support us. And um, I know, you know, after talking to those people that they had a schedule, they would come to us on Wednesday, they go to uh, Sam's around the corner on, on th Thursday and, you know, maybe they were going to Scaramella's on a, on a Friday or, or Hudson Social. But they were really, and, the, and the, the community was really, really incredibly supportive. And uh, it, was, uh, it was really nice. I mean, I can tell you right now the places that, you know, closed, namely in Manhattan or in San Francisco, there's just not enough people. You know, when you're in a small town like Dobbs Ferry, you have a connection. And they, you know, they're coming here directly to support you and, and support their favorite restaurants because they can. You know, luckily, there's, un, you know, there were enough people to really support us here locally. And I, you, can't, you can't take that away from them because um, they really did make all the difference in the world. Two kids in elementary school, I know all the parents. And, you know, the parents made it a point to... To, to really dig in and support and, 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 and be local. And um, again, when, when you're in town, you know, these, you know, people come in this business, an extension of family, so to speak, because you're seeing them on a weekly basis. You're watching their kids grow up. You're, in, you're involved in their social lives in different capacities, whether it's through, you know, kids' events and sports and, um, or it's just, you know, I guess being a local really, really separates you um, Francisco? Yes. What brought you from San Francisco back to Dobbs Ferry? Because you said you grew up here. Yeah. What, what brought you back? Family. And, um, you know, I think what happens when you have children, it's never about you. It's about what's best for them. And, uh, you know, growing up here, uh, very fortunately, my mom and dad are still in the house I grew up in. My brother's in town with his family. My sister's in town with her family. So many of the jackasses I grew up with 
are still here with their families. So it was this it was this plug and play. You know, there was no there was never any question about moving back to New York. We never bothered looking at any of the other river towns. It was coming home. It was going to Dobbs Ferry. My kids are going to the schools that I went to. I, and they actually had a couple of teachers that I had. Wow, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Magazine, Westchester Best. And you guys are on there for Best Brunch. Yes. What makes the bit the best place for brunch? Um, I think it, it starts with the uh, the bottomless. You know, we have a bottomless special that is uh, very, very unique to, to here. And I don't see many places doing what we do. So we have uh, your typical mimosas and bloodies. You know, that's kind of standard for the bottomless brunch. But we take it a step further and we do our craft cocktails as well. So I think we've got about eight or nine drinks that are on the uh, the bottomless list, which doesn't usually, you don't usually see that. No. And we encourage people to bounce around. You know, you're not tied into, if you, you start with a mimosa or a bloody, you're not tied into that. You know, you can go and try everything. We want them to try everything because our, our cocktails are spectacular and that's what brings them back. Best-selling cocktail? The Dobbs Berry. Uh... My, uh, I'm a sucker my, for a pun. So yeah. yeah, my uh, yeah, I, I hate the name, but uh, Liz, my bar, <laughs> my bar manager, you know, it's it's a little too punny, um, but it's worked. Megan loves Let me it. Let tell you, as a single woman <laughs> who likes to go to places, we we like a little bit of a pun. It's something, especially today's day and age, everything's on social media. Yes. It's no longer yes. word of mouth. It's word of post. So if you can take a picture of a drink and hashtag Dobbsberry, hashtag Dobbsberry, hashtag a bit, it works. What is this? That's the Dobbsberry. Dobbs. This is the Dobbsberry. We're going to try this right now. So uh, Liz Torres, my Cheers. wonderful, wonderful Thank you. Um, bar manager, She's, she comes in tonight. She's not here, unfortunately, to say hello. Oh, that's delicious. But she modeled this after the um, the vitamin water triple X. I was just going to say it tastes like vitamin water. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it, um, it's, that's good and bad because it, it, it can keep up on you really I, fast. I just drank. A vitamin water triple X on the way down. You're shitting me. Yeah. No, he's not. It's, I swear he's not <laughs> no, I, it yeah, up. We're not I, that clever yet. <laughs> no, yeah. No. We're not I, that good. <laughs> I definitely drank one on the way down. And when I just took a sip of this, that's why I paused. Because I was like, this tastes so familiar. I've had this before. Where have I had it? it? Yeah, I just had it 20 minutes ago in the car. It's in my car for the yeah. next two weeks. But yeah, Liz, Liz does an amazing job with all the it's cocktails. It's nice and light. Yeah. Yes. And that's one of those, that's a staple. I think we would, there would be um, a coup if we ever tried to take that off the, uh, the cocktail list. <laughs> so looking at your menu, it, uh, it plucked my heartstrings <laughs> because you have, you have a strong gluten-free. Yes. Gluten-free menu there. Yes. And I noticed that the fish and chips is gluten-free. How? I, how? How? You know what? It's amazing. I'm eating that later. It, I'm eating that you later. You should. And, and that, what's been so cool about the fish and chips especially is because most people that have a, a gluten allergy or intolerance or celiac have just kind of resigned to the fact that, okay, I'm never having fish and chips again. Yes. And so what uh, what Chef does is he uses a it's, a, it's rice flour and tapioca flour. Okay. And what's really cool about it is that it is gluten-free, which is obviously the most important part. But the byproduct of it, which is really cool, is that because it's so light, it's not greasy. It's not a heavy. It's almost like a tempura. Oh, I so can't it's wait. super crispy, and it's, it's got that, um, 
um, that light feeling that you don't really get. Sometimes fishing ships can be pretty weighed down with with the, with the grace. Because the flower, the flower naturally absorbs that stuff. You know, your regular AP flour, but because we use the tapioca and the and the rice flour, it doesn't. So it's it's super. It's it's a it's a great dish, and it's been really really fun to do because um, we've. We've got such a large draw of people that are you know, that are come here and they're they're gluten intolerant, like you know, and they really get fired up about that. Amongst you know several other things that we have, you know, today it's, it's just a part of it's, it's a part of restaurant culture. I mean, we've got vegan items as well. Back and they've told their friends and they're you know, you know, really impressed with how good it is. It's, sometimes when you eat something gluten free or, or anything, you know, any vegan stuff, it just tastes. You know, it tastes gluten-free or it tastes it, vegan. It does. Yeah, it's a chef, struggle. Yeah. And Chef does an incredible job that so many of our dishes that are gluten-free or vegan are still dynamite. And, you know, you don't even, you don't think about it, you know, more importantly, um, he wants to do other stuff. And it's he's great. fully capable of doing other stuff. And his time in New Orleans, um, we and my time in New Orleans, I never lived there, but I spent a ton of time there because it's one of my favorite cities in the country. Uh to eat as well as just hang out but uh, yeah I definitely say at some point we're going to do some sort of Cajun New Orleans kind of vibe um, I don't know where it'll be uh, but I, I would say that there, that's that's coming can't yeah. wait for that one yeah and his because his, his food is so awesome you know I, I, I look forward to seeing him grow as a, as a chef and uh, and I wouldn't want to uh, do anything to to not give him that opportunity so uh, yeah that'll that'll happen at some point Nice. Scott, who's your favorite employee? Well, initially, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say Chef Evan, but he's now my, he's now my partner. Okay. So he's, he's, right. he's, he's, he's no longer an employee. Uh, without a doubt, my niece, Taylor. All right. I like that one. Yes. I like that um, one. She is amazing. She's, uh, she's a senior in high school. She's been with me since the beginning. She started out as a hostess, and then through necessity of COVID, I made her a busser. And then through necessity of COVID, I made her a server. And she is by far and away one of our best. And she's also my niece, and I, I love her dearly. Which you know, so there's a little little nepotism there, a little yeah, favoritism there, but I'm I'm way. not above it. I'm I mean, okay with it. I mean, usually it's a loaded question. Yeah. When I say who's your favorite employee, well, yeah, I'm, it's I'm a loaded question. <laughs> But you know what? That's a good. That's a good answer. Yeah, and that, her, her little brother Jake would be number two. All right, there you go. Yeah. So and then and then um, beyond that, I don't have a, no comment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's great, lovable, same, just different. Yes. Uh, no, you know what? I, honestly, I would have to. I would have to say beyond that, it would have to be Liz. Um, I refer to her as the third daughter I never wanted. Uh, she's a giant pain in the ass, but she's been with me since uh, uh, the very beginning, and mm-hmm. she's done an amazing job with the craft cocktail um, uh, program that we have here. She changes it seasonally. The customers really, really love her. Dearly. That's great. I get. I probably beyond the food. I would say I get more compliments about Liz than anybody else. Very cool. She is, uh, yes, she's, uh, she's, she's as much a part of the DNA here as, as, as anyone. Very cool. Very nice. And what nights does Liz work? Liz is here Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. Okay, great. And All she's, right. she's spectacular. She's, uh, she's, she's definitely uh, a seasoned bartender. You, you know, uh, one of my mentors, uh, Mikey D, he 
his, his line was, you haven't done your job as a bartender until you've sold your fourth drink. It's your job to keep that butt in the seat and entertain them so they keep spending money. And I always took that to heart. And, you know, that's uh, that's a bartending is like dating. You know, they're, you know. God. You're definitely entertaining yes. for yeah. however many hours. And, and, and you're I liken it to being on stage. Yes. You can't have a night off. It doesn't nope. exist. Nope. I mean, and you think, you know, Mick Jagger wants to be on stage every night? Hell no. There are plenty of nights where you I don't want to go out there and fucking shake my ass for three hours. When he does it, he's on stage. That's his job. And there's a lot of days where we, you know, we could bring our personal stuff in here. Right. And we're not supposed to. And, you know, there's a, there was a place, uh, uh, my buddy Clayton Arnold, an uh, old friend of mine, and he, he bartended at several of my places in San Francisco. But uh, he came to San Francisco uh, via Hawaii. And they had a, a hook, and they called it the bummer hook. Hang your bummer at the door. Nice. You're going on stage now, and it, there was nothing ever on the hook, but it said the bummer hook, and you weren't allowed to actually hang anything on it. <laughs> but it was for your proverbial bummer. And I always, I always liked that because, yeah, we're here to make people happy. And if we're not happy, how do you make people happy? Right. you got to fake it sometimes. you got to go through the motions sometimes. That's the job. That's the job. You gotta have good energy. Yeah, 100%. You need well, it. Let me tell you, this place definitely has it. I see why people come in for a bit of booze, a bit of food, and a bit of fun. Thank you. Now we need you to spread the word. Yeah, we will. We, yeah. we will. We will. Yeah, my kids need braces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we, that is our goal. We are hopeful to do this. Thank you. Thank you for having me Thank and, you. And, and, and pretending I'm interesting. I really no, appreciate it. No, you are it. interesting. You are interesting. <laughs> Is it just the bit? you have any other places? Right next door, I have Broccoli's Luncheonette. Okay. Very fun, casual, uh, quick serve, um, but we share the kitchen, so it's still our our level of cooking. The menu's fun. I mean, we've got tater tots and mac and cheese on the menu, so mm. nothing's more fun than tater tots, no. I don't think. Um, no, but a lot of fun signature sandwiches. We brought up the muffalata. From uh, from New Orleans, that really I don't know that they serve it anywhere around here. We uh, I I am very proud to say that we made the first ever chicken scarp sandwich. That sounds delicious. Sandwich. It is stupid good. Um, yeah, and I, I know I know it was original because when I thought of it, I'm like, no, I'm not that bright. I'm not that cool. So I went. I went. Someone has to. Do, I I googled. Yelp, TripAdvisor, anything I could find, you know, chicken scarf sandwich, it never came up. So it's, I've seen it already being mocked now, which is pretty cool. Good. I'm a trailblazer. I'm okay with it. Very cool. But the chicken scarf sandwich is a must-have if you go to Broccoli's Luncheonette. And when is that open? That is open Tuesday through Saturday from 1130 to 5. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. It's a, it's a good, fun lunch spot. Um, yeah, check it out. All right, we will. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, uh, you guys, very much. Appreciate what you do, and can't wait to hear this in its edited form. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, what was your favorite thing about the bit? It was delicious. What food did you have that was so delicious? I had the Creole Eggs Benedict. I might be making up the name. <laughs> Creole Eggs yeah. Benedict? It was, like a, it was uh That would make sense because their chef is from Louisiana. 
No, but he's not from Louisiana, but he did. Well, he, he did studied study in there. Louisiana, yeah. or, or he worked in Louisiana. He's, yeah, honestly, was it Louisiana. Like he, it's like but, the army brat of cooking all of the places that he's traveled to. He's a Louisiana based at one point, mm-hmm. and he's brought that to us. Yes, it was delicious. It was shrimp and pork, which I'm normally not a big seafood and egg combination of a person. I feel you, but it worked. Perfectly poached egg. Perfectly on that delicious in-house made bread. We should have videoed it. We should have filmed it. We should have, but I was far too hungry. It would have went viral. (laughs) It would have been like one of those satisfaction videos that everyone likes to post up. Totally satisfying that little slice. What did you have? I had fish and chips. Nice. The batter was crispy and thin it was amazing i almost teared up almost teared up well scott and evan at the bit in dobbs ferry they care about your gluten intolerance it's a white fish fluffy fresh it's a fresh white fish from long island not frozen from long island yes long island long island It was really good. It was really good. And for an appetizer, Scott sent over to us the buffalo cauliflower bites. Those were gluten-free as well. And they were battered and fried, so I was surprised that they were gluten-free. And they were delicious. The only thing... It was the best day ever. The only negative thing I can say about... I'm going to say something negative about the cauliflower bites. Okay. It caused me to not be able to eat more of my entree because it was so good. You know what it was? Like the texture and everything was like a chicken wing. Yes. Not a chicken wing, but like a chicken nugget almost. So good. And the buffalo had flavor. It wasn't just pure heat hitting you in the face, in the tongue, mouth, whatever. It was. It had a lot of flavor. Blue cheese crumbles in the sauce. Fantastic. Fantastic. Delicious. Oh. If you can tell, we've learned new words since mods besides Wow. Wow. Lord, fantastic and delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but it, the restaurant itself is beautiful. It has a really cool kind of like a hip vibe. You know, great place, I think, to bring a date. It's eclectic, I would say. You can go for girls' night. You can go just to take a nice little Instagram picture of yourself, hashtag Dobbsberry, and call it a day. It's a great place. I... Really enjoyed it. I enjoyed sitting down with Scott. He's very down to earth. I feel like I would invite him to my next barbecue. As long as he brought Evan to cook some of that food. (laughs) Really good. No, he's a nice guy. I can't wait to go back there. Like, maybe in a couple weeks. Yeah, we should. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll invite our other friends. Who? All right, just you and I will go. Perfect. Yep. It's the way I like things anyway. We have another show coming up. Yeah, so where are we going next? Very locally. Bring very locally. Back. Across from Roosters in the same hamlet. Oh, snap. In that Cortland Town Center. Mohegan Lake. Yep. Pew, 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 pew. The Dog House. The Dog House. The Dog House. Dog. 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 Mm, dog. 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 Mm, 
doghouse. Almost. Doghouse. Doghouse. Anyway, we're going to go there. I'm excited. This is this is a place that I've driven by many times and haven't gone in. I've seen people going in. I've heard about the place. I haven't gone in myself. I am basically my our own I'm I'm the target market of our show because I've driven by this place and haven't gone in. So I, I know, I'm excited too. I haven't been in there either. I know that there's a few of them. Um one is located the other one that's in New York is located up in Albany. It's my niece Midge's favorite restaurant. She's two, so she's hard she, to impress. She's a seasoned foodie. She is. She loves a good M&M. What color is her favorite M&M? I don't think she cares. Oh. She's like her aunt. We just... Well, we'll see you at the doghouse. Bye. <laughs>